0: Sans Pants Radio, Australia's least coherent podcast network.
1: Hey guys, you are listening to Total Reboot, the only podcast on the internet that dares to discuss cinema. I'm Cameron James
0: I'm Alexi Toliopoulos Holy
1: shit Who's this guy?
0: (laughs) It's me Your dearest friend You
1: scared the Bejesus (laughs) out of me I thought I was Doing a solo
0: No 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 This is a no blow F, with oh, two blows, nice. get together, chatter flick.
1: <laughs> <laughs> this is a very special episode, Alexi, because mm-hmm. it is an episode from the past.
0: This is from the past. This is, once upon a time, was a Patreon-exclusive mm. episode. Mm. Uh, this is, of course, all about Venom. Yeah, The classic movie starring Tom Hardy.
1: Uh, oh, whoa, 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 I thought this was starring Topher Grace
0: No, 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 this is a spin-off, of an illegal spin-off <laughs> From the Spider-Man series Topher Grace is no longer canon as Venom we got Tom Hardy well, that's pretty cool, I guess. I guess if you were to do a movie adaptation of that 70s show, you'd also get Tom Hardy to play <laughs> to play the of Grace role. Yeah, he's a great Eric. He'd we be great, re- Eric.
1: We recorded this about a year ago. Yeah, when I we were mean, doing our Spider-Man miniseries. What the heck was even happening a year ago, man? Trump wasn't in power yet. Um...
0: <laughs> you, it was still the halcyon days of George W. Bush's presidency. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> Yeah, it was a, it was a simpler time a yeah. year ago. I miss it to be yeah, honest. Yeah,
0: same. I miss twenty sixteen or whatever last year was
1: twenty seventeen. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Whenever the biggest uh twenty eighteen maybe. Twenty <laughs>
0: eighteen. Guys, numbers freak me out.
1: We're both really scared of numbers. That's yeah. why we only talk about films. Yeah, exactly.
0: Because numbers is a TV show. <laughs> <laughs> It's a great uh, David Krummaltz TV really, show. I love Krummaltz. Me too. I'm a big Krummelz head. Yeah, yeah. You love him. You've got a poster of him. Do, and yeah. there's a little candle underneath it.
1: Yeah, it's sort of a... Is that a shrine? Yeah, it's sort of a shrine. It's yeah, yeah, yeah. low effort. It's yeah. sort of a framed poster. It's yeah. blue tack to the and wall. And it's an old birthday candle as well. <laughs> it's just a half of an 18 that's been melted down.
0: <laughs> but, so this one had previously come out on our Patreon exclusive mm-hmm bonus podcast Mm uh where often we'll talk about like a film tangentially related to the big series uh that we're covering in the main feed just like venom is a perfect example (laughs) for it Mm -hmm. where it's a weird spin-off something kind of not quite in the main franchise in a way uh or more recently what we've been doing is we pick an actor that we both have respect for and we do a podcast called total respect where we just talk about Three or four iconic roles of their career
1: Hmm, It's been a lot of fun Uh, We've done Tom Cruise
0: We've done Robert De Niro And
1: most recently uh, ScarJo
0: We got a ScarJo web Either out there now or out there next week
1: there's a lot of cool stuff on the Patreon If you haven't got it I mm-hmm. recommend getting it And if you don't get it I'm going to find you and bash you
0: <laughs> Yeah We uh, want you to pay us Or we bash you we bash Bully you. style <laughs> We're bullies <laughs> <laughs> Believe it or not You may think we're cute But we're bullies <laughs> But Patreon is cool It's been a really great community That's It's helped develop like, This really cool community Around the podcast mm. uh, We've got a Facebook group with it And it's just five bucks a month uh, USD to, <laughs> to get like bonus content from us And be able to like have hang out in this really cool community Where we just talk about films all the time Lots of great conversations in that group And getting cool recommendations from you guys have been great
1: Yeah, it's been really good And so we're giving you this episode as like a little bit of a taste mm-hmm. And also because, in full disclosure, we are taking a week off right now Because, yeah. um where
0: are we? We're in sunny Ibiza We're in Ibiza <laughs> We're in Ibiza And we're having a great time How are you pronouncing it? Ibiza, Ibiza, Ibiza. It's Ibiza. Ibiza, Ibiza,
1: Ibiza Grace. Ibiza. Ibiza Grace.
0: are <laughs> 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 <I'm both laughs> <a gross. laughs> yeah, we're ha- having a sunny time. We're yeah. partying at night. We're doing a lot of ludes.
1: We're doing heaps of ludes. Um Just kidding, guys. We're actually working on research for another podcast. But yeah. please tell everyone that we're partying. We're
0: partying. We're not doing a podcast research in Ibiza. We're actually partying there. Okay. <laughs> Not podcast research Uh, But in the meantime Check out the Patreon if you want to Next we're going to be back with a brand new Total Reboot Mm mini-series We're talking about one of the hottest flicks of the year Mm -hmm. But we're going to be talking about Some of the films that led to it on the way as well The movie Cameron Little Women Based on the Stuart Little novels Mm -hmm. (laughs) It's a Mm -hmm. spinoff
1: It's about Stuart Little's sister (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, a, it's based on the classic novel By Louisa May Alcott okay. And there has been several adaptations Before, there's one with Catherine Hepburn Directed by George Cukor There's a Mervyn Leroy one That's like a beautiful Technicolor movie Mervyn? Yeah, Mervyn <laughs> A guy called Mervyn directed <laughs> Little Women
1: He shouldn't be allowed anywhere near a camera <laughs> Pervin Mervyn I don't think so I'm dying, I'm going (laughs) to die
0: And then the main ones that we're going to be covering on the Mm. podcast though uh, Gillian Armstrong's iconic 1994 uh, adaptation starring Winona Ryder That's a great film if you've never seen it, it's a great one to catch up with And then the week after that we're going to be talking about the brand new one Incident Is Now, Little Women directed by Greta Gerwig Awesome I just watched Lady
1: Bird, by the way. Oh, really? Loved it. Yeah. So I'm preparing myself for the Gerwig <sighs> style.
0: I think it's like... Mm. that. If you haven't seen Lady Bird, it's a perfect lead-in to just be... Going like, wow, she's freaking mm. the great talent.
1: Awesome. Awesome. Well, speaking of great talents... There was a lot of great talents that went into the making of Venom. Yeah. Um, unfortunately...
0: None of it's on display.
1: Um, Absolutely zero of it is on display. (laughs) But this is a very fun episode. Very
0: fun episode. I think some of the best criticism we've ever done is in this one. (laughs) It's been hidden behind a paywall for a year. And finally, some of the best like singular quotable lines we've ever done are going to be coming out.
1: (laughs) Great. All right. Well, I hope you guys like it. And we'll see you at the movies.
0: Hey, what's up? It's Thomas Nicholas, uh, also known as Kevin from American Pie. And when I'm not going the growl, which I think is better known as the Tongue Tornado. I'm listening to The Total Reboot with Cam and Alexi.
1: Twisted and ultimately fucked up Patreon (laughs) podcast for Total Reboot. The reboot series where we pretty much just talk about... Fucking dark shit, like the dark universe. Oh, we're
0: all about that freaking dark universe in here. This and is the dark universe to the MCU of the This pretty much is one. the MCU's dark universe. <laughs> basically, this basically <laughs> is.
1: And it's all they were attempting to do the exact same thing. They're attempting <laughs> to kick off a universe of
0: villains. <laughs> oh, let, oh my god, let's hope they freaking get there. <laughs> I really hope they do.
1: Oh, please, can um, Bloomhouse take over the, oh, the Marvel Villains universe? we
0: got to get the Bloom House on there. And can we freaking get the minions involved? Yeah, they are superhero villains. The minions are also in the Dark Universe. They are technically they're the backbone of that society. <laughs> <laughs> they're going to rise up. <laughs> Who are you on this podcast?
1: On this podcast, I'm Alexi Taliopoulos. And <laughs> you are
0: Cameron James. <laughs> yes, which is the weirdest part about <laughs> this kind of thing.
1: In the real podcast, the one that people anyone can listen to, I play Cameron James. You play
0: Alexei Taliopoulos. Yep.
1: But here on the Patreon, we We're get to our be our, reals, selves. <laughs> our real selves. <laughs> yeah.
0: Finally, for the love of God, we get to be our real selves. And thank you for joining us on our Patreon episodes.
1: Thank you so much for having me join you on your Patreon <laughs> oh, oh no,
0: I'm so confused. We need to restart, reset. I'm Alexi, that's true. Okay, I'm Cameron, that's also true. <laughs>
1: but in many ways, we are two sides of the same coin. It's like one of us is Eddie Brock and the other one's the symbiote.
0: Who's who? I don't even know anymore. We'll have to find out because we are very, very confused. But this is a cool little thing that we're doing on our Patreon for the Mm -hmm. first time. Usually what we do, we riff and spliff around on some movies that we'd love to see rebooted ourselves and be rebooted by ourselves as well. (laughs) Uh, But now we're doing a spin-off. I think it's the best way to talk about Something as fucked up and twisted as Venom Well that's it We wanted to talk about Venom But we didn't
1: really want to put that out there Into the universe So,
0: (laughs) (laughs) So we're putting it out here
1: Into this private feed That you've got exclusive access to And um, this is going to be interesting for me because you and I have not shared any of our opinions about this movie
0: to each other. Not a single thought. Not a drop. Usually we have some hints. I'll text you. You'll text me during our viewings. But we just did not sync up at all and we just (laughs) both rushed this movie and come here to talk about it today. I think I texted you one thing. I was just like, do you like Tom Hardy? (laughs) Yeah, you did. No, you said,
1: is Tom Hardy one of your guys? Yeah. And I knew what you meant by that. You meant,
0: you know, because every
1: guy has a bunch of guys. Yeah. Every guy has a bunch of movie stars that, they, that are male that they go, oh, I will watch anything that person's in. For I'll you, I would say yeah. Tom Cruise is one of your Tom guys. Tom
0: Cruise is one of my guys. I watch a lot of things he does. Yeah. Uh, Bobby D. Yeah, Bobby D's. All De- the Bobby D's. Robert yeah. Downey Jr. Yeah, <laughs> Bobby Downey Bobby Cannavale Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> The Robert Durst, the murderer <laughs> I've seen almost everything he's done <laughs> Almost <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah, so we've
1: all got a bunch of guys You asked me if Tom Hardy is one of my guys I'm Because he- I did
0: suspect that you may have Modelled your whole life on the guy <laughs>
1: <laughs> It seems like he would be one of my guys Because he's let's look, at, let's look at the facts, alright yeah. Number one, the guy's a
0: hunk He's hot as hell
1: Number two, he uh, is an actor. Yes. He's a real actor. He's He's not a movie
0: star. Exactly. He's not quite a movie star. Yes. But he is just biting at the heels of being one. He
1: is a character actor in a leading man's body. Yeah. So by all accounts, he should be one of my buys. One of my buys? One of your buys. (laughs) Oh, that was a Freudian. (laughs) (laughs) He should be one of my guys. But... I don't think he is.
0: I think I've liked him in stuff. I really like Bronson. Mm. Um, what else do I like him in? Revenant? Yeah, you love the Revenant. Um, you probably like him in Inception. I don't think so. I'm not a big Inception guy. Really? Yeah, so that's the thing. Me neither. It came out just before I went to film school and a lot yeah. of cunts would not shut up yeah, about dude. it. So it ruined the culture.
1: Do I like him as Bane?
0: Yeah. Yeah. Big time. Big time, actually.
1: Love him as yeah,
0: Bane. Yeah, he's awesome as Bane. <laughs> he's so awesome as Bane. He's just like... Yes, hello, it's me, Bane. It's me, Bane, James Bane. <laughs> Shake and not stirred, actually. <laughs> yes, I love to climb out of a hole. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: yeah, look, I, I think I really do like him, but he's mm. definitely not one of my guys. But I think the one thing I really want to talk about when we get to him in this episode is his casting and his role as the lead of a film, mm. which I think... Spoiler alert, is a mistake. Really? Yeah, but we'll get to that.
0: Yeah, okay, we'll get to that. We
1: need to work up to it. um, And I uh, I think a good way to do that is to talk about the history of this movie.
0: Because it is wild. Yeah. The history for this is wild. Because what we know of Venom in the culture, as he is one of the yeah. most iconic... And he is versions. in the culture. He, Venom is in the culture. <laughs> he is uh, the nemesis of Spider-Man mm. that kind of came out in the 1990s. I love that era. First it's a of great me. era. You've got wonderful filmmakers like Kevin Smith finally putting his mark on cinema. I know, thank God. And did you know, Did you, I don't know if you knew this, mm.
1: he actually shot... Clerks in the store that he worked in.
0: That is fascinating. And did you know that he made it using and accumulating credit cards? That
1: is really fascinating stuff. Did you know that he actually shot up credit cards that movie? (laughs) Yeah, they didn't actually use film. That's why it's black and white and grainy. Yeah. They actually shredded up credit cards and ran that through the camera. And it
0: it worked. It It really created something special.
1: It's really special. It's really
0: cool. Yeah, and God, there's some really classic quotes in there. Yeah, like four dollars, please. Like, like
1: geez, th- Louise, it's um hot today.
0: Yeah, God, I, it's like, yep. Who's next in line, please? Come up to the m- counter where I work. Yeah.
1: Hello, my name is Jay. This is my best friend Silent Bob, played yeah. by Kevin Smith.
0: Yeah. And this is my favorite Silent Bob quote. Mm. <laughs> He's actually quite a quiet character. Yeah, he
1: keeps keeps his cards to his chest, that character.
0: uh, Venom was not created by um, Kevin Smith, but he may as well have been. Feels like he was. But he was co-created by Todd McFarlane. Oh, Seth MacFarlane's dad. Yeah, Seth MacFarlane's dad, he also created... Well, he spawned Spawn, if you know what I mean. (laughs) But he was like, you know, he's that guy. He's Mm. the guy that I think epitomizes what drawings looked like in the 90s. Sure, sure. And Venom is one of his creations. And of course it is. It's got a guy with a gaping mouth with sharp teeth. Yeah. So, of course, it's a a Todd MacFarlane creation.
1: And was Venom always this um, dark, twisted, evil kind of like evil funny character cuz he's hilarious in this movie.
0: I don't really know. I never I never got the appeal of Venom. Yeah. I think I've always been kind of scared of him because he looks like um, the black Blue. bile that <laughs> Danny DeVito the penguin spews out throughout the <laughs> Batman Returns movie which I think is one of the most terrifying things yep. ever yep. so yep. I never really got into him but he's just kind of been a character that was mm. very much embraced by the fan base but also very much force fed to them because they liked him immediately yep. straight cool. away They they instant they, hit instant hit they thought Eddie Brock was freaking cool mm-hmm. and what they liked was an injection of that black Symbiotic bile, <laughs> uh, and so this movie or a Venom movie has been trying to get made yep. for a long ass time, yeah, which baffles me, frankly. Like,
1: kind of like since, um, like at, at the same time as the Spider-Man movies, it's been they've been trying to pitch a Venom solo as long as it's. They've been trying to make
0: Spider-Man. Yeah. So, like, around the same time that uh, James Cameron was kicking around the idea of trying to make a Spider-Man mm. movie, he made weird decisions like putting the webs, mm. uh, slingers as an organic thing out of Spider-Man. That's, like, the one thing that carried over from his scripts to the films. Oh. But around that same time, David S. Goya was trying to make at New Line Cinema, a Mm. Venom solo movie before a Spider-Man movie had come out. (laughs) And it was meant to be Venom versus Carnage, who Venom may be Spider-Man's nemesis, but Carnage is Venom's nemesis. Who the fuck knows why? And um, (laughs) he's trying to make that starring Dolph Lundgren as Venom. Oh, awesome. Our hero, the world's sexiest bloke.
1: I love Dolph Lundgren. I'm so glad that never got made. Yeah, so that never got made. can't play
0: anyone that isn't just a normal man. Yeah, you have to play someone... Fucking, just like he's just not human. Yeah, it's like you—you you may be a human, but we're writing you to not. I be can't human.
1: imagine him being like, "Hello, I'm Eddie Brock." Hello,
0: I am actually just Eddie Brock. I don't even know if he has that accent. No, I don't know either. I've he's never got heard pretty him. Talk. Normal American accent. <laughs> I've never heard the guy speak. And we've watched Rocky Four a million times, yeah. and it's just like, is he speaking? I don't know. If he's got any <laughs> lines in this movie. Hello,
1: it's me, Eddie Brock. I am a uh, journalist. I'm also Venom. Whoops. <laughs> uh,
0: and so obviously that didn't happen. No. Why would that have happened? Why would you make that movie? I no, guess because Spawn existed as a film. Okay. I mean, that's just me pulling her hairs, trying yeah, to think of the cool. history of Ow, cinema. by the way. Oh, no worries. Those are mine. Yeah, well, you know, <laughs> when the mood strikes.
1: <laughs> that's true. Uh, and then they tried to make it again and again and again. Mm-hmm. Most recently, you remember a couple of weeks ago, we were talking about the Sony hacks. Yeah. Um, and there was some leaked emails from
0: Channing Tatum. Yeah where he talked about wanting to get this movie up and running as he well. He sent an email to Amy Pascal saying, mm. I've got an idea for a Venom solo movie. And
1: wasn't his email something like, um, Hey, Amy, I've got an idea for a Venom solo movie. It's such a good idea. I can't
0: tell you over email. <laughs> and there's no evidence of what he said. <laughs> Do you reckon like, they even met up?
1: Probably not. <laughs> yeah. Like I, Channing Tatum seems like the type of guy that has a million ideas yeah. on the go. And that was just one thing that struck the... Struck his like inspiration
0: for a second. Hey, BBC, can we meet up? I've got a great idea for a fucking Postman Pat movie. <laughs> <laughs> and then never follow it up because like the next day you're like, oh, I would... no, that oh, sucks. I don't need to make Why would this? I make that? Why do I don't need to make yeah. this? <laughs> they, like even before that, they were trying. Like they pretty much forced his hand. Avi Arad, who was the the big Spider Man mm-hmm. producer for a while, really tried to get. He's the one that made Mm. Sam Raimi put Venom in. Sam Raimi had no interest in doing a Venom movie Hmm. and no interest in having Venom in his films at all because he didn't like the idea of a non-human character. And I think he struggled with trying to figure out how to make Venom human, as we can see in the final version of Topher Grace playing Venom in Spider-Man 3. At that point as well, they were trying to kick that into a Topher Grace spin-off and then they are just like, well, he can't lead this movie. So that stopped happening there. Really? They thought Topher couldn't lead a movie? I mean... Have they seen In Good Company? Have they seen seasons one through seven of that 70s show? Uh, Obviously not. The guy's a lead. The guy is a born leader. Sure, yeah. he's got the body, physique, and skills of an editor, but the guy can act <laughs> a little bit. They should have got him in it. Also, he's wonderful in Black Panther. He is really wonderful in Black Panther. And so from then, there was another version kicking around in 2009 that was after Spider-Man had happened. It was kind of hmm. concurrently to them trying to figure out Spider-Man 4 as well. And this was going to be re It was being rewritten by Gary Ross, uh... who... We've talked about on this He did Oceans 8 Of course Basically the history of Venom is tied Inextricably Mm -hmm. to the history of Total Reboot There are so many cunnies that we have talked about (laughs) That have got their little fingers in (laughs) this That script was also firstly written by Paul Rennick and Rhett Reese Who wrote Zombieland So that was a version they were trying to get Um, uh, The idea was like a symbiote Would jump through everyone in New York City
1: Right. So and there'd be like no Eddie Brock go. character that kinda leads it. It's there, just... I
0: think there would have been, but I think that it was kind of it sounded more like a zombie movie, if anything, to right, me. Okay. It didn't really sound like what we would know Venom to be. Uh, and then Gary Ross is gonna direct that. He left to go do the Hunger Games. And then they tried to get Josh Trank <laughs> Chronicles, Josh <laughs> Trank to start working on it to in the same kind of way for it to be a spin-off of the MCU with a way with The Amazing Spider-Man. That was someone that was in talks to okay. do it there. Um, and it was going to be the Eddie Brock story. And then, after that, Amazing Spider-Man did not really happen. The next mm. Amazing Spider-Man films, they didn't give up on Venom. And you're going to love this. Who did they get to come in? Alex Kurtzman, Roberto Orsi.
1: Oh, beautiful. The Dark Universe yes. boys. So... There is
0: a direct tie to the dark universe. <laughs> yes, yeah, there yeah. is a direct tie to the dark Thank universe. Thank God, I was Thank so goodness. worried
1: that there would be no dark universe connection.
0: Mister Mummy himself. <laughs> <laughs> it has a lot of the hallmarks of the dark universe. It really does. Like it could, like so easily slip into like, like you see Tom Cruise coming. To Russell Crowe's
1: character <laughs> works in the lab <laughs> yeah. with
0: Riz Ahmed. Oh man! Hello, I'm he Doctor
1: Jekyll, and this is my buddy. Eddie. He's Eddie. got a similar name to you, isn't <laughs> <Yeah>. it? <laughs> Eddie Eyed,
0: Eddie Brock. Nice to have you both working with me here today. <laughs> now, let's look at lots of different goos and see what goes on. I'm going to drink some, you're going to drink some, and see what fucking happens to us. <laughs> <laughs> but, yes, yeah, so Alex Kurtzman was almost a director of a Venom movie at one point. Wow. And then that brings up to this version of it, where... <laughs> hmm? where Sony no longer really has Spider-Man to themselves they they really tarnish the brand a little bit is kind of what it's perceived as by the wider popular Mm -hmm. culture Mm -hmm. they seem like they didn't really know what they're doing and the history of Venom kind of helps paint that picture, I would say, with what they were trying to do with this property. Uh, So they tried to salvage what they could, what they still owned of the brand, uh, without having to put Spider-Man in there. So they created... The solution that they created is the Venom movie starring Tom Hardy. Which we are about to talk about right now.
1: You should be extremely afraid. Venom. 2018, directed by Ruben Fleischer. The world has enough superheroes. That's pretty cool.
0: That's a great tagline. That tagline's like got attitude. Yeah, it's self-knowing as if Deadpool himself had written yeah. a line like that.
1: It actually, the full quote is, in inverted commas, the world has enough goddamn superheroes, dash Deadpool. Wow. So Deadpool actually said that. He could be a co-writer on this movie,
0: <laughs> and I would
1: believe it. <laughs> All right, here's the synopsis. Uh, brought to you by Letterboxd. Investigative journalist Eddie Brock. No, I'm sorry. I already take umbrage with that. He's a vice journalist. Um, We're investigative journalists, <laughs> yeah. okay? So we can call him out. He's a vice journalist. Vice journalist Eddie Brock attempts a comeback following a scandal Accidentally becomes the host of Venom, a violent, super powerful alien symbiote. Soon he must rely on his newfound powers to protect the world from a shadowy organization looking for a symbiote of their own. So that's Venom. That's Venom. And that's been our
0: episode today, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> we hope it was worth you joining up to our Patreon. <laughs> um, but that's the movie. And I I don't know. I'm really kind of torn on this movie. Okay. Because there's a lot that I like about it, but I think what is keeping me in here is something that you I'm very intrigued by what you said because you said that casting Tom Hardy mm. was a mistake. Yes. And I don't think I agree with that. I think watching this, every time I see Tom Hardy on screen, I end up liking him a lot more, significantly mm-hmm. more mm-hmm. every time. I've always liked him but I don't more disagree. and more I like him every single time I watch him. And to me, Tom Hardy is someone with all the acting talent of Marlon Brando mm-hmm. and all the taste of someone that would make Venom with an Eminem soundtrack. <laughs> <laughs> and I think we should be very grateful that we have him.
1: Yeah, okay. I, I think that exact reason, and that's perfect, by the way. Thank think that <laughs> sums him up perfectly. Um, but that exact reason is why I think he was wrong for this movie and why I think... Almost this entire cast was wrong Mm. for this movie. They are too good. The cast is insane. The cast is is too good for this movie. They belong in. Well, they already, you know, like Tom Hardy's already in a Christopher Nolan superhero movie, and that's where he should have ended. Yeah, exactly. Like he's in the prestige director's superhero movie. He didn't need to do this. Not at all. Here's the thing watching Tom Hardy, I was like. It took me a few minutes. I was kind of rattled for the first 10 minutes. Mm. Kind of going, what is it about him that isn't quite clicking for me? Mm. And then I realized it's because we don't know Tom Hardy. Like, every time we've seen Tom Hardy on screen, he literally becomes a different character. He's a true actor who disappears into roles. He does voices, accents. His physicality changes. He fucking puts on weight, loses it. He is like... Unknowable Yeah Because he is Such a good actor mm. And yet this movie Is built around The charisma of uh, Like a movie star
0: This is a movie star movie And
1: it's And unfortunately He's He's too good an actor to be a movie star.
0: Oh, see, I think he does have that full on movie star charisma. I think he really does. But, like you're saying, he's someone that loses. He, he gets lost he's in a role. He's too good. He's too good. And that's why I think I'm into this movie because mm. I absolutely adore his performance at this. <laughs> I think it is, it would be like for me, if I'd seen this in 2018, would have nominated him for Best Actor because oh it is God. truly... It's two performances. Mm-hmm. He's doing both of them. They're both fucking crazy and wild. There is a scene in this movie where he gets the parasitic symbiote in him mm-hmm. and he goes to meet his ex-girlfriend played by fucking Academy Award nominee yeah. Michelle Williams. Wasted in this
1: movie.
0: <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. <laughs> like, give Jenny Slate that role. Yeah, this is a you movie know? where you're saying people are wasted But I don't think I agree Because I'm just like Fucking hell They got this person to do this <laughs> <and> <laughs> it's just like, a job. I'm just like I'm just like I can't believe it <laughs> I can't believe it I can't fathom that this movie exists Like this feels like one of, Like a fake movie In that they'd watch in Spider-Man Or yeah, something or like that Yeah or in the Entourage universe Yeah <laughs>
1: This, this feels is movie- like it exists in
0: the Entourage universe <laughs> This is a movie Vinny Chase missed out on Yeah And he's like Oh thank god I wasn't in fucking Venom <laughs> Like that's like That's the good thing yeah, That's how the like- episode ends <laughs> It's like Oh well I, want- I didn't get Venom But then they made the craziest movie ever made Yeah
1: He would have missed out on that role Because he fucked the producer's wife or something <laughs> <laughs> and then, like, and then it worked out for Vinny Chase in the end. Anyway, okay, so you got you got Michelle Williams in there. Tell me about this scene.
0: This scene. So he goes to meet Michelle Williams and her new boyfriend, mm-hmm. and uh, her new boyfriend's a doctor, and he just yeah. rushes he's into d- them at from lunch. Veep,
1: by the way, an incredible. He's one of the funniest actors. And I also was like, "What the fuck is he doing in in this movie he's in veep
0: I loved him in this movie, but
1: i i also I just love him so yeah. i'm I'm into him what's yeah. that
0: actor's name? Reed Scott, who is a treasure in veep he's so funny, and I loved him in this, and seeing Tom Hardy like rush in sweating eyes darting all over the place at this restaurant and then him jumping into the lobster tank and ripping it open, I thought was like comedy gold. I think I think Tom Hardy is really funny and he got the opportunity to do something absolutely insane on Dude, a blockbuster he level. he is
1: really funny, but you're out of your mind if you think that scene is comedy gold.
0: Uh, think I of- think because it's insane. I just <laughs> loved it.
1: Couldn't it... Okay, picture that exact same scene, but instead of Tom Hardy, it's Jim Carrey. Now we're talking. (laughs) Now that's the Venom we deserve.
0: Honestly, Venom (laughs) is a Jim Carrey movie. I know. It really. Well, this uh, movie
1: is me, myself, and Irene and Venom.
0: (laughs) (laughs) It it is. It is such a weird movie. Yeah. Because it is not. I would say it's never a superhero movie. No. There's like five minutes of superhero stuff. It's like
1: body horror, uh, body comedy. Body, body horror. movie. it's all of me, Espionage, Steve Martin yeah. and
0: Lee Tomlin. Like, yeah. It's a body swap movie or a body share movie, if yeah. you will. And it's a romantic comedy. And I think the romantic comedy is what I was zoned in on the most. Okay, right. And why I liked it. Because that's the ending climax of the film. Is, mm. the, is a romantic comedy beat. Full on. Yeah, that's It's true. not the actual end of the movie, but I think the climax is not... It doesn't belong to um, Riz Ahmed, who plays another guy infected by a symbiote. Um, a riot... Mm. and then he it he he gets destroyed in a rocket ship explosion. The action in this movie sucks, so it didn't feel like that was a climactic moment. The climactic moment feels like the somewhat nice resolution or hang on a second yeah. of the Michelle Williams, Eddie Brock storyline. I could give less of a fuck about that. Really? That's... I didn't
1: buy it for a second. They had no chemistry. I thought Michelle they were Williams wonderful is... together. Great, she she's someone who could have chemistry with anyone, but I just didn't buy it between the two of them. Are you serious? I'm serious. I hated their chemistry. I thought it sucked.
0: I I, I found it interesting. He I was had into better them.
1: chemistry with uh, Jenny Slate in her five seconds of screen time. It's true. He and did. She should. I, as I was watching, I was like, cast her as his ex. To be a fun, fun dynamic there, and then get like, I don't know. Give the give the scientist. Get rid of that scientist role. Why does that even this exist? Really cool. Let me tell you about um. As I was watching this movie, I spent a lot of time bemoaning the fact that Tom Hardy was too good for it. Mm. So, I started thinking about other actors who yep. maybe could have, should have played this role and would have had the perfect yep. balance, I think, of comedy and serious. And you know what I reckon I landed on? And you're going to hate this. Mm-hmm. But- Mr. Bean? <laughs> 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 if there was no Deadpool It would have been Ryan Reynolds Yeah it would have been Like it is. And that's the movie It should have been
0: This movie is pretty much Deadpool Like it really yeah. It really is It's a It's a Ryan Reynolds movie Not a Tom Hardy movie It's a movie, Ryan Reynolds movie, movie. And it's yes. because It's got this It Like Venom is like This sick twisted character oh. And that they've made it This very light Palatable Not even an anti-hero movie No they, He, he's he he's is cheeky. a hero
1: He's like cheeky yeah, exactly. He's a hero. He wants to stay on Earth and do good for whatever fucking mm. reason. But every now and then he whispers things like, um, ooh, I'm going to bite that girl's head off. Yeah. And then Eddie Brock's like, don't do it, don't do it, you can't do it. And he's like,
0: oh, okay, I won't do it then. He gets to control him. He wants to eat cats and stuff Yeah, like he's Alf. that. He is out. He's an alien life form.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just think like... It should, if, okay, once I found out who Ruben Fleischer was Mm. after this movie, I realized, um, by the way, I've only seen Zombieland. I don't know
0: what else Mm. he's done. Do you know? Yes, he's done Gangster Squad. Yeah, didn't see it. With Ryan Gosling.
1: Who maybe also could have been Venom. He
0: could have been Venom. Emma Stone could have been Venom. Yeah. Sean Penn from that movie could have been Venom. (laughs) He also did 30 Minutes or Less. Uh, I did see that one.
1: Okay. So look, 30 Minutes or Less and Zombieland. These are two movies that are kind of like taking action tropes, horror tropes, Mm. and applying them into like a cartoony comedy world. And that's what this movie felt like it wanted to be. I remember reading at the time that um, before it even came out, Tom Hardy was like on the defensive with this movie saying like most of the good stuff got cut um, Which is crazy. He was like, all my favorite scenes are on the editing room floor. And then he started what, saying Honestly, stuff, what um, could they have been? Well, what he started saying was that in when he was making it and when they were talking about it, it was like a more of a comedy. It was like a body horror comedy mm. movie. Yeah. And then the studio were like, no, no, no. We're setting up a fucking superhero universe, you idiots. This needs to be a superhero movie with action and espionage and world building. Mm. And so, I think Tom Hardy felt like he was hard done by because he was acting in a comedy. Yeah. And then the movie that came out was not a comedy. Tom Hardy
0: is full on acting in a comedy. And
1: I buy it. I think he's good in it. I really... I, I know I've started on the wrong foot with Tom Hardy. Sorry, Hardy heads out there. But I do think he's very good. Yeah. And I think he's good... Being funny in this, Mm. but the tone (laughs) doesn't work because it's (laughs) him being like Jim Carrey and me, myself and Irene, right up against Riz Ahmed being um, fucking an evil Lex Luthor, right up against people being murdered. Yeah, Michelle Williams is in (laughs) X Files episode. (laughs) Yeah, Michelle Williams is in a A a nice
0: romantic comedy, (laughs) like she's in my best friend's wedding.
1: There's too much going on there, and I think that's the studio's fault, Mm. Sony's
0: it's sony's fault i yep. would say but there's something about this movie that i'm just fascinated by cuz i think it is ugly as fuck
1: oh yeah it's
0: um, it's really really ugly it is i was confused all the time mm-hmm. i have no i have no idea how the symbiote type thing works no. cuz uh, it crashed right yeah. in malaysia
1: crashed in malaysia jumped onto a bunch of people's bodies made its way to america somehow
0: So I thought they found the.
1: Remember, there was that time jump. That's what. That's what ruined
0: me is the time jump. I got so confused. So the was like boom, 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 all this action, and then like six months
1: later, and then it's like what's been happening
0: for six months. But I thought they went to go collect the symbiote, and then they didn't get it.
1: I don't know, man. Who fucking knows? I have
0: no idea how this movie started.
1: Three times, by the way, it had like that cold open, which went for ten minutes. Mm -hmm. Then there was introducing Riz Ahmed's character getting to know him yep. getting to know Eddie Brock through that yep. Eddie Brock gets dumped by his fucking fiance yeah time jump 6 months later the movie is actually starting we, the see, like actually a, start- we, we see, see like, like a we see him on the a edge the save the cat moment where he's like depressed but he gives money to a homeless girl and he's like kind to her and then he has the moment where he could have stopped the robbery but he didn't. We're now 20 minutes into the movie and we're getting these
0: introductory beats. i got to tell you, that is one of the reasons I think I'm fascinated by this movie (laughs) is because this is a $50 million version Mm. or however $100 million version of The Room. It's set in San Francisco. It has this wild, wildly out of place performance by this chariz- undeniably charismatic actor who's yeah. absolutely magnetic, mm. making wild choices or not making choices throughout the film. <laughs> and he has this crazy accent that you can't quite place. Yeah. It's full of glory shots of San Francisco for no real reason. Mm-hmm. And it has so many save the cat moments where you're just like lit going like, <laughs> oh God, this guy's a good guy. Oh yeah. God, he's such a good guy. And everyone's shitting on him. He's a good guy that everyone shits on. Even his girlfriend isn't grateful for him doing the good things that he's doing to make the world a better place and make her life a better place. He, 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 fully, he fully is the room. Do you think Tommy Wiseau could have been Venom? Tommy Wiseau would kill Venom. Hello, I'm Venom. True, right? <laughs> if this movie was Tom Hardy on screen and then Tommy Wazoe as the voice of Venom, I I you know Eddie, I'm a loser on my country as well. That's why I That was here.
1: the weirdest shit that Venom ever said, by the way. When Venom's like Where I come from, I am also a loser, like you, but here I can be cool. What the fuck is this movie? What am I watching? Why is Venom like a fucking nerd? He's the nerd of the symbiotes.
0: I love that, that he's the nerd of the symbiotes, the loser, the runt of the litter. It's weird though. It's so weird because it's like we live on the planet. I'm like, what is your planet? Is it just goo? Yeah. All, like what is it cuz here you're <laughs> you're basically a humanoid yeah. who has thoughts and you look like something but on your planet, are you just all walking around like Venom boys? Like, you got that little Venom thing going on. Like, they're all... Yeah. They're all or are standing they just, tall, just sludge? Or are they just sludging it up and then they're all separate or something? Ugh, it's fucking... Everyone's grot. Alex macking around yeah, and stuff. Yeah, I hated it. I, I honestly would hate... The grottiness of this movie is something that I would normally detest in a mm-hmm. But it... I think I really... I don't think I loved this movie. I but think you I did. think there is so much in it that I loved. Like, uh, I think
1: you're teetering on the edge of loving I'm it. I'm
0: teetering on the edge. Honestly, it would just like to find out that they're doing a sequel <laughs> and they've got like, I don't know, like fucking Jay Roach directing it or something <laughs> like that. I'm like, all right, I'm all in now. Yeah. Because it is just so... Bizarre Like this. Jay Roach Nothing is played That's the director I'm That's getting like, you over the I'm line I'm just trying to think of like If it goes full blown comedy Like if it becomes like An actual comedy movie It was the first comedy director I could so think of It's so funny That Jay Roach is your go to director It was the first, first comedy director That I could think of at all I wanted this to become Meet the parents yeah. where, he, where he goes back To the symbiote nature He goes Okay you're gonna meet my dad Who thinks I'm a loser And stuff like that My mom and looks after me She's Barbara Streisand <laughs> and, and just like that's really what I thought uh, I would love the sequel to be is just like yeah. a, co- a comedy film well, it's straight up. Well, it should
1: be a comedy. It feels like it It has all the makings of a comedy but it's just stuck in... It's like Tom Hardy. It's stuck in the body
0: of a fucking blockbuster. I think it really is Deadpool because it is... <laughs> it's Deadpool. It's Deadpool because it's mm. a comedy superhero movie yeah. that has no interest in actually subverting... What a superhero movie mm. is like. Deadpool did it. It subverted moments of superhero films, uh, without really actually subverting anything. Mm. Like it subverted kind of your expectations of what a superhero film. The moment to moment, he swears, things would like, and he fucks, and stuff. Yeah. But like, I, the only, that's so cool. The closest to a subversive moment in Deadpool for genre, mm. it's not him getting pegged or anything. It is the moment where he goes to the final fight and then forgets all his guns. Oh, yeah. And then the final fight is like not a huge climactic battle. Mm. Uh, but it, then in the end, it becomes a, a climactic battle nonetheless. Yeah. I think that's the most subversive, subversive moment. And I love that moment in that film as much as I love any movie. <laughs> <laughs> but I think in this, there's no moment like that. Nah. It's, everything is... It has a big climactic battle
1: on a rocket that's taking off between two CGI blobs who are indistinguishable from each other. Who
0: are literally CGI blobs. Yeah. They're literally CGI blobs.
1: It's like, why am I watching this on screen? Like, It feels there's nothing human. Even the moments where the symbiote semi-detaches from Riz Ahmed or fucking Tom Hardy and you see them for a split second, I'm like... "Eh." They may, Why are they mm. even doing that? Yeah. Why are they acting this fight out? This is all just a, done in a computer. Yeah. How old am I, by the way, done in a computer? <laughs> <laughs> this movie was done in a computer and it confused me. <laughs> I mean, where's, where's the real actors? <laughs> where's Kevin Kline? I'd love to see him in <laughs> yeah. this. Where's Kevin Klein Kevin... and Tom Selleck? I thought I was watching in and out <laughs>
0: Kevin Klein should have played like Venom's dad in this movie.
1: Yeah, or just Venom even.
0: Oh yes, he
1: would have been great. Young Kevin Klein as Venom. Come oh, he on, would have dude. killed this. He, yeah. w-
0: Kevin Klein would have crushed this movie if it was him. <laughs> like him now could have killed it. It's yeah. just an older love story, <laughs> an older love story <laughs> mixed in with this crappy superhero <laughs> thing. But I think all the action in this movie sucks.
1: Yeah, I let's think it, talk I about like it's it. There's a big. Down. There's a big. San Francisco car chase. Um, yeah, finally, finally, someone's using San Fran <laughs> as the setting for a car chase.
0: Oh my god, I've wanted to see it for so long. This it's known <laughs> as one of the most hilly, steepest cities in the world. I've always
1: thought, what would a car chase be like in those hilly streets? Mm. And finally, we got our answer. We finally, two thousand eighteen. You
0: see them jumping and diving <laughs> and creating little sparks and skidding up. Yeah. I mean, how do they get the idea to do when the car lands? Yeah, we get sparks flying. I up. don't know. No, it's really exciting stuff It is fascinating And then to see Tom Hardy on a bike And Venom yeah, Grabbing yeah. people with his Venomy arms yeah. His symbiosis his type stuff His big cummy arms Venom is um, If <laughs> If Danny DeVito's cum <laughs> From Black From <laughs> Batman Returns He definitely has black bile And black He's cum. the
1: cummiest superhero And it's fucking revolting
0: Yeah And it's upsetting that Deadpool Has finally been <laughs> Usurped yeah. as the cummiest <laughs> superhero Yeah <laughs>
1: Fucking gross. Made me sick. Uh, What else? Such a boring scene where it's like
0: it's like him and then Venom can just use his goo arms to like grab the guys and conk their heads and stuff. I think that's what
1: sucks about it, dude. It's like, it's not cool because he's not in any way in control during that scene. Mm. It is a very passive scene. It goes for like six minutes of him just riding a motorbike while Venom does all the cool shit. If it was him trying to learn how to use his new powers mm. while he was riding a an motorbike and dodging cars, that's, that gives it stakes. Yeah. But the fact that he's literally a passenger for fucking six minutes and we're just watching mm. that, it,
0: it stinks. It, there's a movie that came out around the same time that did exactly what you're saying mm. very effectively... It's a very similar movie to this. It's got Logan Marshall Green who looks exactly like Tom uh, Hardy. Upgrade. It's Upgrade, directed by Lee Whannell. Uh, it's an Australian movie. Yeah. And it is fucking awesome. Mm. And the action in that film is really, really good and exciting. Even though it is the same thing, it is uh some. It's, he's got a computer in his brain. He becomes like a quadriplegic at the start of the movie. Mm-hmm. He gets a computer in his brain, and at a point, it unlocks. And starts slowly taking over his system. Hmm. And it is like an expert fighter and all that kind of stuff. And so the whole movie is a conversation with him and his computer and he gives up up more percentage of his brain to the computer to take on the fight scenes and stuff like Mm. that. And you feel the intensity of it because it is his real body in there. Mm. And you're like, oh, fuck, no matter how good he is at fighting now, he is still the one taking the damage. He may not be taking the pain, but it is scary to see this guy get cut up and take on these people.
1: Wouldn't it be great if that was the case here where... Instead of that, we literally get a scene where Michelle Williams says, are you in pain? And he goes, I don't feel anything. So it's like Venom can be in these crazy fight scenes where he's eating people and jumping from building to building. Then when he turns back into Eddie Brock, Eddie's just a bit sweaty and he doesn't feel any of the pain. (laughs) He didn't actually eat someone. (laughs) Yeah, he doesn't
0: feel guilt for eating people's heads off because they're bad guys. Yeah, He gets convinced by, by Venom. That the bad guys can be eaten, like he he bends his morals, even though he is a guy of very proud morals, is how he yeah, set up at the yeah. start of the movie, who just bends them in this way. Um, but I think there's a the scene that. Uh, The grubbiest, cummiest scene that I liked the most (laughs) was when Venom, uh, when Tom Hardy, Eddie Brock, gets stopped by, he escapes the evil facility and he gets stopped by all the guards. Mm. And then Michelle Williams comes, who now has a symbiote on her. And then the Venom, female Venom, I knew you were going to love this scene, kissed Tom Hardy and then the symbiote went back to him. I knew you were going to like that. Because it's a romantic comedy beat. Where she, it's like the getting drunk at a party was like eh, we can't talk about. You can't tell mm. my my new boyfriend this. And I was just like, what? At that point was when I was like, what am I watching? I actually have no idea. I actually what this went movie back is. and rewatched that scene again.
1: As soon as it was over, I was like, yeah, I need to be sure that I'm not just on deviant art right yeah, now. I did notice and that the image some- was burned into your screen. <laughs> <laughs> looking at some weird horny shit because this is. This is like exactly what the internet was talking about when they were sexualizing Venom, yeah. It's fucked. I hated it. And why did she have to kiss him to give the symbiote back to him? She doesn't love him anymore. She didn't
0: have to, but Venom wanted them to. And that's what I loved, is that it is a romantic comedy where... It's like the parent trap where Ven- Venom, oh my Venom God. is Lindsay Lowen's trying to get the parents oh, back dude, together. The
1: parent trap angle. That's where you... Oh. <laughs> you love this
0: movie. Just admit it. You love <laughs> I it. I
1: think I love Venom. You love Venom. I,
0: I, love Venom. <laughs> I love Venom. There's so much that I hate about it, but everything I love about it, I love the movie. Do you think you
1: love it in a so bad it's good way?
0: I don't know because I think... You just think it's Because it, the things I love about it are the stuff that make it a really confusing mess of a movie. Okay. But it's the things I'm like, that is fucking nuts that they made this... That this is a romantic comedy. Like, that's the most prevalent genre in this film. It's not superhero. The superhero oh, stuff feels man. forced to me. The romantic comedy stuff is the stuff that feels normal and natural to me. I can't They've even
1: mo- see the romantic comedy element to this. I think you've... You've really read into it I, I really think that there's no chemistry They don't even end up together But that's the and ending of the movie And she doesn't seem like she even likes him at the end
0: The real cliffhanger of the movie is Stan Lee saying Hey, don't you give up on her, by the way That is the real climactic ending He's mm. like, oh, we won't Like, that's what he says And mm. Stan Lee says, both of you He knows somehow Because he's Stan Lee Yeah, he, I, he co-created the characters in some <laughs> way He's a father of them um, But then, like, that is the... The, that's the climax of the movie is him walking away going like oh I don't think we should go for him and I was like no we do want her we do want her I'm like that's it like that's the like when I I watched this movie on Google Play and it said it was two hours long yeah and then I was like okay
1: when, this, that, when that scene ended, I was like, I cannot believe there's 20 minutes there's left. There's
0: going to be more of this movie? Yeah, I, got, I couldn't believe it. I could not get over it. I'm like, this feels like the ending of the movie. Yeah. And so I was convinced that, okay, he, what it's just going to be him winning her back now. Because <laughs> it's like, <laughs> what else could be left? And then the credits are really long. And there's yeah. an after, cre- a, like a mid credit sequence scene. and then it was like 15 minutes of Spider-Man into the, the Spider-verse, Spider-Verse at yeah. the end of it. Yeah, like that's on how the movie exists forever. Yeah, like if this movie makes it into the Library of Congress one that's day, that's in there. That's going to be in there into the 15-minute the the preview in <laughs> for into the Spider-Verse. That
1: blew my mind as well. But I can't tell you how grateful I was when the screen went black <laughs> 20 minutes earlier than I thought yes, I was going to. Because
0: I was like, how can this be a how can this be a two-hour movie? There's like not <laughs> enough story in here for one movie. Like it's yeah. not is really. Really, this is such a threadbare movie, and the thread is black cum. <laughs> but it's like such a it's it's not it's not a, this is not a movie. Like no. everyone was right, like telling Sony, like there's not enough in here to make a he Venom needs movie. He only
1: he can only exist as a counterpart counterpoint to Spider-Man. Mm. That's the only way that I want to see that character. I want mm. to see him be the bad guy who is you know comes good at the end like fucking all the Spider-Man villains do,
0: I don't really want to see a standalone story of this character. And it's because I think this incarnation of the character, at least, Eddie Brock is too sympathetic. Hmm. Like, I don't know why Hmm. he's meant to be this badass villain. He's just like a working journalist yep. who then becomes a non-working journalist and he becomes like an actual sad loser yeah. who just can't keep it together. He start, starts becoming a drunk in like a way it's like, oh, that's so... It's like good on him. Mm. You know? Like, the, basically, the guys that we know in comedy, he basically yeah. becomes one of... Yeah. He becomes one of our guys. He's a fuckboy. He is. And then <laughs> just like seeing... I just don't know how they make... How they can make this guy an anti-hero. Because he is an investigative journalist. Yeah. Which is one of the, like, it's... And he, I mean, sure, he's got his own show where he's the presenter of it on Vice Network or whatever. (laughs) But he, he, it's pure. He's not doing it out of ego. Like, Mm. it never feels like, oh, I'm doing this because I want to break the story. I want to break it on Mm. my show. I want to be the guy known as the guy that broke life down or whatever Mm. the bad company's called. It's like he's noble. Like he he goes he knows that it would be bad to stalk his girlfriend who's a yeah. lawyer who is in a court case with life hmm. and then use that as evidence to bring into his investigation. He knows that will be bad. He does everything against his best interest at the start of this movie that will definitely ruin his life. There's no good outcome for him and he knows that. He goes against his own will as if being controlled by symbiote it's something <laughs> to do the greater good for mm. his city and for his the world that he lives in mm. by his own moral code and he's meant to be an anti-hero and i think the symbiote the closest thing it comes to corrupting him is by going like oh i need to survive so i'm going to eat some people and some living beings and stuff like that he's mm. like oh okay i guess i'll let you do that <laughs> like that's kind of it
1: do you reckon if it was um if it was played by Jake Gyllenhaal from Nightcrawler, that would make a little more sense to you. Someone who's already a bit of a social climber and an
0: egotist. I think you're right. That's the angle that it should have been. If they're trying to make this like an Andy hero and because I think that character is (laughs) like, it's the Travis Bickle thing where it's it's like either a selfish or it's like a psychotic Mm. lead who is charismatic and enigmatic, but also just like, like, God, this guy's he's doing wrong. you yeah. are like this guy is doing the right thing. I agree with his moral code, and it's sad that it's going to fuck up his life. <laughs> it is. It is a wild choice to make that character. I reckon like I'll
1: never think about this movie ever again.
0: I reckon I'll never stop thinking about it again, <laughs> especially that that mid credit sequence.
1: Oh, with uh, was that right up m- your alley? One of my favorite actors what? of all time. You're
0: seeing two of your guys up there: Tom Hardy, <laughs> who you modelled your whole life uh-huh. on. Also, by the way, the reason I texted you. Is Tom Hardy one of your guys? Mm-hmm. It's because I know someone who is one of your guys uh, Charlie Day mm-hmm. And I reckon this is what a dramatic Charlie Day performance is <laughs> I actually think that I think that Tom Hardy is the dramatic Charlie yeah, Day Yeah, I can see that And this movie made me think out.
1: that It's Pepe
0: Sylvia for <laughs> two hours
1: Pepe, it all goes back to Pepe. It's just him like screaming. Yeah, it's like if Pepe Silvio was just
0: a monologue that happened in All the President's Men. Like that's what this—that's what his performance is in this film.
1: It's out of control. Um, yeah. Well, this uh, this cameo in the mid credits. Mm. That that guy is one of my guys. Yeah, I think he can do no wrong. Woody. Woody Harrelson. Yeah, I love him so much. He's uh. He's one of the funniest dudes. One of the best actors. He smokes weed. This guy's <laughs>
0: this guy rules. <laughs> he can really, he really, he is, he is a fucking movie star. He can Woody do it Harrison. all. He really can do it all. Like he's he, one of
1: those guys. He's in prestige dramas. Yep. Nominated for Academy Awards, and yet is also
0: a goofball in silly comedies as well. Yep. And uh, here's a thing that we talk about a lot. Especially because we've looked at Rocky for so long, is that Woody Harrelson is obviously is a smart guy. Mm. He's like a great mm. actor, but no one plays dumb better than oh, him. I started time. watching Cheese again, and yes. I'm like, he, him as Woody in yeah. Cheers is one of the most convincing <laughs> bimbo performances yes. ever. It it's has incredible. to be
1: incredible. It's he plays dumb like no one else. You know, maybe second would be Chris Pratt in Parks and Rec. Yeah. He plays Dumb, like, incredibly in Parks yeah. and Rec. Third Wreck. And, Sly. Third Sly. As Rocky. In in the Rocky sitcom.
0: In the Rocky sitcom. Rocky could easily be adapted to a sitcom I format. Know, I know. <laughs> <laughs> Studio audience sitcom format, it so easily could. Tony Danzer is the lead it's instead. It's called Yo, Adrians. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, Adrians, I'm home. <laughs> hey... Hey, who you told, you told me to bring the me home, okay? I was too busy punching it. <laughs> hey, it's my brother-in-law, Paulie, my good-for-nothing brother-in-law, sitting on the couch. Who would
1: play Paulie in the sitcom? Paulie room? in Danny the... Danny DeVito?
0: Yeah, it's Danny DeVito. So it's half the cast of Taxi. <laughs> it's Taxi. It's basically Taxi. Rhea Perlman is Adrian. Yeah. <laughs> So we're like, husband and wife play brother and sister. Yeah. Oh, God. And then (laughs) Apollo Creed is, I don't know, Steve Urkel.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I'd watch Yo, Adrians.
0: Yeah, God, we got to make Yo, Adrians. Hey, that was a little taste of reboot riffs in here as well.
1: (laughs) If you stay subscribed to the Patreon, you can get a lot of that. Coming up in the future. <laughs> now, do you give a shit about seeing uh, Venom Two, starring Woody Harrelson as Carnage? If Woody
0: Harrelson as Carnage. I, um, I don't know, mm. because for me, it would be like Bridget Jones' Edge of Reason, because it's <laughs> a romantic comedy sequel. <laughs> if I watch another one, that's what I would. That's what I'll be looking for. Yeah. But it, this Woody Harrelson performance is wild. In that one scene, yeah. it is enough for me to go. I want to see these two guys... Act against each other I do want to see them Act against each
1: other It's not in a Venom movie
0: But I want those performances <laughs> I don't want them To ever get the symbiote on them I just want yeah. the, it's, it To be those two yeah. Like a Silence of the Lambs Type thing Because that's yeah. what It is set up as It's mm-hmm. him talking to He's got the he's got the Interview of a Lifetime And he goes to talk to A serial killer Locked up Who is Carnage Played by Woody Harrelson With a bright Red mm. Curly wig Yeah Woody Harrelson he's got a Ron With McDonald's. Woody Allen's early- <laughs> it is uh, It's something else That guy has oh, had wow. a lot of poor quality wigs Chucked on his bald head <laughs> I know. And this I is know. just He looks like fucking Chucky Yeah he does <laughs> Chucky from Rugrats And Child's Play Both <laughs> yeah. of them It's also, of Did they have the same costume?
1: I think they might have I think they're the same guy um. Yeah, obviously I want to see them act in a movie I don't want to see Venom 2 You know who we haven't spoken about at all is uh, Riz Ahmed And uh, mm. we don't have time, we're running out of time But I will just say that he is so good um, In this? He's so good in everything But Except, he, except for Rogue One
0: I like him in Rogue One. Oh god, okay how, What? How can you
1: not like, like him in Rogue One? I don't like him in Rogue, Rogue One? One Why?
0: I didn't believe a second of him on screen Oh my god But, but I also hate mind. that movie
1: I like it Okay it's the only uh, Star Wars one that I've liked in
0: recent years. Not enough romantic comedy enough, enough <laughs> for me, so I can't quite I get into it. I think he's great.
1: I think he's really good. But I think this character, I, I don't know who the fuck this character is. Mm. Um, he's Steve Jobs, sort of. He's, and what is his motivation? Yeah, because he's like pure evil. There yep. are, he doesn't care about letting people suffer and die. Yet, he gets given all these scenes with kids that humanise him and it's not done in a way that's um, Oh, he's twisted. faking it he's faking yeah, it for the cameras it's not or like that though it's never like we never get a little hint of like that he's actually putting this on but is it he's, it does seem like someone who cares about people but then every second scene he's like he's letting this fucking symbiote kill Jenny Slate and shit like he's it's bizarre it's a true villain character and it,
0: but it's not i don't know cuz a true villain should have a motivation and i, don't I feel know like his motivation is he wants the symbiote to progress the human race. Sure. But what is the motivation to that? Like, yeah. it's not like a Mr. Glass thing mm. where it's like, oh, he's got to, he's comes, he's fucking got a body decomposing while he's still living yeah, in it or yeah, something yeah. like that. It doesn't have anything to do with that. We, unless unless mm. I stopped watching the movie while I was watching the movie, they explained no, no, no. it.
1: No, no, they don't. I think he's great, but this character is fucking pathetic and I, I hated it.
0: Yeah, it's a bad character, and it's it is a. This movie is full of good performances. Mm. I think Mm -hmm. it's it 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 really is like Tom Hardy's. Fucking out of control in this. I like Michelle Williams in this movie. I like um, her boyfriend that you love so much as well. Mm-hmm. Jenny Scott. Slate is in this movie, yeah. and I, I honestly for the first ten minutes because she had no lines, I was like, hmm. "Is that Jenny Slate? Is that Jenny Slate? Is that Jenny Slate?" I, just I couldn't kept, believe that she
1: I, got no lines for like twenty minutes, and then she she dies like ten minutes after that. I was furious.
0: She is literally. Maybe, she was in the
1: trailer. She's she was in, featured in the trailer. She's in the trailer. She's in the trailer getting like all the setup lines where she's like, oh "I work God. for the Life Foundation. Um, there's something I want you to see and shit." And then she has she's on screen for four seconds.
0: But it's cast like a comedy. Like Jenny Slate mm. has to be one of the five funniest people in the yeah. world right now, yeah. easily one of my favorite comedians of all time. Yeah. and she is given no funny. Mm. You've got uh, Reed Scott. Once again, in like the Baxter role, like the the guy left at the altar. Yeah, the Bill Pullman. He is really funny in this. Mm. I really enjoyed his performance. I love him playing off Tom Hardy as Mm -hmm. kind of like slightly big dogging him, but also is a fan of him. Yeah. And and he genuinely likes Eddie Mm. Brock. Like he genuinely likes him as a man and wants to do good for him. The weirdest thing about Venom is this movie is a fucking movie of pure heart. (laughs) <laughs> like there there is there is nothing except for Venom itself looking the way it does mm. that is at all grubby about this movie. Mm. Like this is a pure of heart film that it could be if it weren't for some of the ugly grubby Venom stuff. You could put any kid in front of this movie <laughs> to watch it. Like isn't that wild? <laughs> like I I I'm coming to this conclusion now talking about Yeah. There is nothing that is scary in this movie. There is nothing challenging in this film. It is a nice movie. How can the Venom movie be a nice movie? It's got a freaking Eminem song, which we have not talked about. That Venom, Venom, it's bad.
1: It's terrible. There's a great line in it where um, Eminem compares the audience and himself... Um, to an Eddie Brock symbiote relationship. He says um, something like... Wait, the like, audience sitting in the, the cinema and listening to the listening music to that the plays? Song. He says, you're Eddie Brock and I'm the suit. <sighs> what does that mean? It's not even a
0: suit. <laughs> what does it mean? In in that And in, in that, you're listening to me and I'm enveloping your whole body as you listen to this song, as you sit in the cinema I think eating meant, a like, popcorn. He's
1: the one who inspires people out there to be bad and edgy and shit. Eminem is like the symbiote, which is why he's the perfect... Person to write the theme song for this Because he sees himself as someone who's like I'm actually the dark side of life I'm I'm the thing you all wish you could say Out loud I act the way you wish you could act I say the bad shit I make fun of Kim Kardashian's butt Etc (laughs) 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 You
0: know That's the kind of bad shit Eminem does Yeah And he used to be a bad I didn't even know if Eminem was ever a bad guy I do not even know All these songs are like cartoon songs They're all like
1: Oh, I created a monster. <clears throat> lip- <laughs> honestly,
0: Eminem sounds like South Park to me, but <laughs> South Park is edgier <laughs> still than Eminem yeah. is. Yeah. But, but- I- honestly, that's the conclusion I'm coming to yeah. is that... This is a nice movie. It's a nice movie. Like, I don't think I was... It didn't even offend my taste, this film. And I thought mm. that's what it would be. I thought I'd be challenged on my taste watching this. <laughs> and it was so much that it was just like, yeah, I liked it in the same way that I like fucking, like, your average romantic comedy.
1: I can't believe how much you've said romantic comedy in this podcast. Because
0: I truly believe it's to my my very symbiote that is the parasite (laughs) living in my soul.
1: I'm lost for words. I can't even... um, I feel the opposite. I think it was (laughs) a bland, boring, sludgy movie and I wish it was funnier, but I could see that it was trying
0: to be. I wish it was funnier.
1: The bits that were funny, I needed to laugh at, so I yeah. did chuckle at. But I think they were mainly just because I needed to do
0: something. This movie was trying to hide that it's funny.
1: Yeah. And never never hide that you're funny, guys. Yeah, Out there, if you have a sense of humour, let it shine.
0: Let it shine. Don't be like Robin Williams in Google Hunting. Surely won an Oscar, but he did it for bombing. He did. He did. <laughs> for that fart story. Yeah. It, the funniest man in the world told a story about farting. Yeah. And it did not get a laugh. Not it a makes you cry that scene. Yeah. So and that is one of the craziest things that's, that's happened. That's the hardest
1: bomb I've ever seen. <laughs>
0: yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's been a wonderful talking about this I'm not even a weird movie. It's you just, love it. It's, it's just one of your favourite movies It now. is. It is. Let, let it go into the record. It, this is part of the continuum. This is part of the canon. Venom is one of my favourite films of all time
1: Yeah. It, Deadpool, your favourite comedian. Venom, your favourite piece of cinema.
0: Yeah, I would definitely put that on the record. This mm-hmm. is going on there. Screenshot this moment. <laughs> it is going on there. Um,
1: we'll be back in the main feed mm-hmm. next week talking all about Spider-Man... Into the
0: Spider-Verse. Which we got a little taste of at the end of this. I've seen it. You haven't seen it yet. I haven't seen it apart from that 10 minutes at the end of Venom,
1: Venom, (laughs) Venom.
0: (laughs) Well, I cannot wait to talk about that. Mm. Uh, It's an Academy Award winning Best Animated Feature Film. Cool. So, I cannot wait to talk about it. In the meantime... Go back, listen to all the Patreon episodes. And if you... We put something up in the main feed, uh, which is... It's going to be a Patreon episode that we've cut together with a little bit of new content. So, if you Mm. want a little bit more of us, we're going to be talking about what we have watched recently on that main feed episode. Which is just a taste for everyone else on what it's like to be in the Patreon group on Facebook as well.
1: Yeah. I am in Brisbane this week. Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday Doing my brand new stand-up comedy show Come, hang out Have a few freaking laughs And uh, talk about movies with me afterwards
0: uh, So we will see you then And we'll have some more stuff coming out in this Patreon feed Very, very soon